Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Time now for the College Football Inquirer with Dan Wetzel. Listen, I got heckled because a horse named after me got its Johnson cut off. Everything's fair game around here. That's a chicken wing. That thing shows up on your plate. You're like, all right. SI's Ross Dellinger. You know, I've been here for a couple days already. You know, the buzz is electric. I was at the call-in show last night. There was a lot of, you know, hey, coach, we're going to keep an extra blocker in when we pass the ball. You know, it was great. Ball calls. It was doesn't, doesn't get better than that. And SI's Pat Forty. That makes no sense to me. That's a laundry line. That is a laundry line. Look at the two teams. Look at what they've done this year and figure out how Oklahoma can be a seven-point favorite. Here's Pat, Russ, and Dan. All right, welcome to the pod race for the case edition. One of the best weeks of games uh, I can remember. Five matchups between ranked versus ranked teams or versus. Someone tells me I say it wrong. <laughs> yes, versus is the is the correct pronunciation. I did see you getting roasted for uh, that. It's like every week. <laughs> it's like somebody telling me I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> you listen to this pod. You know I suck. You know this isn't like, <laughs> What do you want me to do? It's like, you know what I'm talking about. People are trying to help you be better. I don't think Dan. they are. I don't think Take they are. Take that criticism constructively. Anyway, five of those uh, great matchups all over the country. Pac-12, all five power leagues. Just intrigue everywhere. So we have got a great slate of games to pick. We have got other issues to discuss, uh, trends. We got so much. This is going to be a great addition. And normally, I I, I kind of like to do the show where we talk football and then get into some of the nonsense at the end when you're kind of on the bad talk, you know, you're sitting there like breaking down, you know, what do you think of that Syracuse defense? And maybe the listeners aren't as interested. So, but we're going to kind of do it the wrong way today because I got to get through a few of the, we got to do some house cleaning. First off, I accept my fat bear title picking championship seven forty seven one, just as I told you he would. Yeah, we were, we were dying to get to that topic. That's the mm-hmm. most important yeah, thing. I thankfully. still believe I deserve one extra bonus point in no yes that no that how about it how about a tie becomes a win how about a tie becomes a win <laughs> how about nothing how about you you get your fat bear champion because it's a keeper league and you didn't kept win last year for like three years he didn't win rebuilt committed to the salmon sat in his jacuzzi and <laughs> caught he's an angler he's an angler they say <laughs> committed to the salmon <laughs> Okay, so we have that. Thank you. I accept. You guys are all jealous. Okay, uh, we had a uh, we had some females weigh in on the uh, the can should your wife make you not drink while she's pregnant? Right. Okay. Uh, um, our listeners, our female listeners, you might be surprised to know we're all in favor of their husbands getting smashed. No problems. No problems. There Here's my go. best one. Uh, unnamed. Unnamed, huge fan of the pod here. Woman, 40, Michigan grad, go blue. Mm. So you know we're out here. That's right. Women are listening. <laughs> I, okay. Why? I don't know. But there you are. 
I had two kids back to back and I never expected my husband not to drink. I Good encouraged it because at least one of us should have fun. There you go. Then I used all of the 18 months that I was the designated driver and cashed it in when it mattered after the baby came. <laughs> uh, okay. Ah, see, and this is a little trick because then the th does the guy feel comfortable just really getting after it if the wife's pregnant? So you got to you got to be committed cuz th and then you're stuck for like 18 months as the driver. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. that's that is that's a long uh, payback for that, but yeah. you know what? I think you got to shoot your shot when you got it. Pay yeah. the piper later. But as she There's says, a thing called uh, Uber too, by the way. Thing called Uber. <laughs> it's a very good point. I used all 18 months and cashed it in when it mattered most after the baby came, which is exactly how I ended up pregnant six months after the first one was born. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is good. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you. Uh, thank you for that. Yeah. Be careful out there. Be careful out there. All right. The uh, fishing cheating scandal has got some uh, has has oh, an yeah. ongoing saga of the guy that uh, stuffed weights in the, the two guys that stuffed weights in their mm -hmm. fish in uh, a Lake Erie fishing competition to try to win thirty grand. Uh, they have been arrested. They have been arrested, as mm -hmm. they should be. Arrested, jailed, perhaps deported. Like just put out on a prison boat out in the middle of Lake Erie for an, an untold number of months. I did have, I, I had I some, uh, some, some walleye lights. fishermen that were mad at my critique of, of walleye fishing is less noble than bass fishing, by the way. Oh. Making friends everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> There's always somebody mad. Jacob Runyon and Chase Kaminsky have been charged mm -hmm. with cheating, attempted grand theft, Possessing criminal tools, apparently. <laughs> the fishing what? rod? What? Yeah, yeah. what's the criminal? Lead weights. And, and <laughs> unlawful ownership of wild animals. Really? I don't know what that, that seems extreme. I think they're throwing the book at these guys. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I take every crime seriously, and I believe that these two individuals attempted to, not, to do was not only dishonorable, but criminal, Prosecutor Michael O'Malley said. Hey, I ain't messing with Michael O'Malley. I uh, consulted with the uh, podcast uh, legal correspondent, uh, Craig Mordock of the Craig Mordock mm. Law down in New Orleans. So he believes the attempted grand theft is really the crime. Uh, we were concerned on how in the world cheating. What is cheating and how is it a felony in Ohio? <laughs> First off, if you've been to Ohio, the whole damn state's just cheating everything. <laughs> <laughs> What Ohio are you living in where cheating is illegal? The whole state would be locked up. <laughs> There's been some election fraud allegations there. That's for sure. <laughs> Everything. Here is the thing. Okay, so we looked it up. Section 2915.05, cheating, corruption, corrupting sports. This is an actual law. Wow. Okay, no purpose. No person with purpose to defraud or knowing that the person is facilitating a fraud shall engage in conduct designed to corrupt the outcome of any of the following. One, the subject of a bet. Like, could that just be any, like, remember when I tried to pay the band to get Pete to dance at his wedding? Was no. I committing fraud? That was, oh, that was absolutely corrupt. Allegedly. Allegedly. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> that was complete corruption. A contest of knowledge, skill, or endurance that is not an athletic sporting event. Wow. A scheme or game of chance, bingo. Oh, hell yeah. You get, <laughs> get your ass kicked with a bunch of old people hitting you with canes. <laughs> and uh, offer, give, solicit, or accept anything of value to corrupt the outcome of an athletic or sporting event. Gauge in conduct designed to corrupt the outcome of the athletic or sporting event. Boy, it's a very broad-based... Uh Law. Well, and here's the good news. It was not, it was enacted on September 30th, 2011. Fortunately, the Jim Tressel era ended in 2010. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know everything was pristine with Urban, so, you know. Oh, yeah, right. No cheating there. Mm -hmm. Is this the way Ohio State falls? A Michigan 
law <laughs> alum. There you go. Wins uh, the, you know, gets named the prosecutor of uh, Franklin County, where Columbus is, and then charges the entire Ohio State Athletic Department with cheating and locks them up. Is that, is this how it happens? You know, I mean, somebody will try it. Uh, I don't know whether you can become the prosecutor of that county, but somewhere in the state you could file a suit against the Ohio State University since it's the university for the whole state. You know, some enterprising guy in Toledo who's a Michigan grad can get on that. Why not? I'm, this was on the books when they had that fourth and one. Do you remember when all the Michigan fans, like, published the names of the officials for that game and the fourth and one JT Barrett uh. run that was... He was either down short or he wasn't. And then, oh, the, the, the most famous measurement mm. in the sport. That they try to use global positioning to claim. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I kind of thought he uh, made it, but I don't know. It was like one of those ones. Like, you got to pick remember, a side. Were you, were you in the stadium? I was there. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I wasn't I right on the line. I mean, it was close. It was very close. Right. If only we had was, technology yeah. to put a. A chip in the ball. And chip a, in the ball. I don't. You know, I don't know. Yeah. on the field. Something but. other than than ten yards worth of chain link being held by two fat guys. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And an official eyeballing it. The old eyeballing. Yeah. Yes. Eyeballing oh yeah. It. Yeah. I love when, the pun- when they pull out like the the little card, the business card or the credit card. Like, oh, there's a little air still in yep. there. Mm-hmm. That would take away the six-minute delays in the second quarter as we debate whether someone's got the first down or it's second and inches. Yes, it would. I don't think you should do the thing until it's at least fourth down. I hate the second down delay a game measurement. Right, right. They don't do that much anymore, I will say. I I think the the refs have been been taught if it's close and it's not fourth down, wave it on. You see a lot of this. Yeah. Anyway, felony, a felony in Ohio, mm. up to one year in prison. It's a fifth-degree felony. I mean, it's not a uh, – look out. Yeah, these dudes really may go do do the lockup. <laughs> <laughs> Hard to believe. What are you in for, buddy? Well, <laughs> Stuffed a walleye with a lead weight. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine the reaction of the of the prison mate? You know, I guess you'd rather hear that than stuffed lead weights down a human's throat and yeah, kill them. Right. You know, it's like Dahmer. Yeah. <laughs> Look, man, yes. don't the be. Other, I would rather be in with with those people. Yeah, you'd be like, dude, be when I get out, will you in. take me fishing? Like, yeah, yeah, I'm still a pretty good fisherman. Like, I was a pro fisherman. Yeah, I did catch take, the walleye, and we just had yeah. to enhance the walleye's weight. Rattling around the prison yard with that. Oh, man. Take your crime, stupid. We're all innocent in here. Yeah. All right. I actually just got a message from our previous, the the the, the woman who got drunk, got, mm, got mm-hmm. liquored up and knocked up. <laughs> After not driving, uh, she says you can use my name, Monica. Instead of Monica, her, yeah. All instead right. of her, she has a weird Twitter handle. So it's a tell okay. you anything. She's real. I, it's a real person. Yeah, apparently, I don't know. Who cares? She's good, got a good story. I like it. Good story. Good story. All right. So there you go. That's uh, you have it. All right. Let's talk a little bit of football here. I had to get through some of those. We got some more. What What about the horse? Oh, how's my horse doing? Wetzel the horse. Yes. What is? I don't. There I'm is, not following this. But you get what is? What's going on, Pat? <laughs> don't worry, Pat. There is, is a horse. There is a horse named Wetzel. Good-looking horse, I bet. Uh, uh, I, I actually, I, I admit, I have not seen a picture of the horse. Glasses, gray you hair. Were, you, you're two years old, so you're eligible for the 2023 Derby. It's coming. The Kentucky Ooh. Derby. Uh, you were born in 2020. You are an Ohio bred. Okay. You actually have some good blood in you, believe it or not. <laughs> You, uh, you, you, I've never heard of your sire or dam, but on the on the dam side, Quality Road is a very good horse, and on the on the sire side, Unbridled Song, a very good horse. So you got some, you got some pedigree. That's right, baby. You you actually and 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 you fetched something of a price. Is it to you? You were somebody paid fifty two thousand dollars for you. Wow, <laughs> just hard to believe. 
We're coming. So, We're coming. You, <laughs> you, you ran your first race at Belterra Park in suburban Cincinnati. I've been there. Uh, you finished second. Not terrible. Yep. You got like $4,800 in purse. But yep. here's the kicker, Wetzel. What's that? Oh, we're going to win. No, you're a gelding. Oh, oh ouch. <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah. Uh, that means that your missing. manhood has been removed. <laughs> oh, no. Missing. No. No, Dan. Hey, what happened? Whatever yeah. it takes. We're committed to victory. <laughs> we are committed to victory. Whatever it takes, what's well, the horse? Yeah, uh, man, man committed to, to, to procreating. That's over. That's done. Why will never be a sire? Why they do that? Why do they do why, that? Two too reasons large, is why you do too that. Big. First of too all, big. it's probably well too <laughs> big, too big, monstrous. <laughs> too much weight when uh, running. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. That's no, what I'm too, going with. You, while you have some decent breeding, you're not well-bred enough that they're like, oh, yeah, the, he's going to be stallion material oh. that's going to make money. So, no, you're you're cheap enough. And two, you're fractious. You're you're a handful probably, right? So you're, you're a pain in the yeah. ass. You're, you're hard to manage. And so the one way <laughs> oh, to calm down a high-strung horse. Yeah. Is this yeah, an employee yeah. review? I don't need this right now. <laughs> <laughs> now, the question is, like in the old days... Do you know what they used to do when they gelded a horse with the the uh, gelded material? I don't know if I want to know. No. Oh, please. I don't think <laughs> well, I they, they they threw it on top of the barn for good luck. Oh. All right. Wow. Yeah. After Dude. after removing the gelded material, they would throw it up on top of the I barn. really thought I, th I really thought you were going to say sent to a food processing plant or something. Yeah, I was expecting. <laughs> that, I, I was you know, expecting something bad. Yeah. Yeah. How the sausage is so, anyway, made, right? Anyway, good luck yeah. to Wetzel. <laughs> Wetzel the Gelding. The last time we're focused on winning, we have no other pursuits now. There's nothing, <laughs> right? <laughs> that's that is that is technically yes. That's the uh, oh that's the no. Goal. All right. Well, yeah. that's all right. Nine all right. Geldings have won the Derby. One Ohio bred Gelding, Wintergreen, in 1909. About time for another one. About time for another one. <laughs> Yeah. Good luck. Good luck to Wetzel the horse. That will. This will be an ongoing saga. We will update the listenership every yes. time okay. Wetzel, Wetzel runs. the horse is coming for you, or not, yeah. or not. <laughs> All right. Some games here. Uh, we're gonna get. Uh, we will pick the uh, the uh, five of the bigger games, but I wanted to get to a few others that are really interesting. As we said, this is not the week for apple picking. This is no. not the week for the cider mill. Mm -mm. The leaves no can pumpkin wait. Patch. No pumpkin patch. This is football time. Get serious. Lock in. Couple I'm interested in. Florida LSU. Battle of the LSU coaches, sort of. Billy mm. Napier had been sitting at Louisiana, winning games for four years. And Scott Woodward, the AD at LSU, didn't want him. He wanted the big fish as he tends to be. Scott Woodward is a he, he, big game hunter. He goes after it, and he hires Brian Kelly out of Notre Dame. Instead, Florida pounces and takes Billy Napier. Now they're going to play. They play every year, at least in the current uh, construct. And uh, I got to figure there's a little, uh, little sizzle on that, that not only does Napier, not only they both want to win, but Napier would love to show LSU wrong choice. Even though he's set up great at Florida, still got that little jilted, jilted bit. And I'm sure Brian Kelly would like to prove that they got the right guy and he doesn't need this narrative going down of, boy, they should have hired uh, Napier, who at least knows how to pronounce family properly. <laughs> I'm here with my family. Ross. So we got a little uh, crawfish sizzle on this. What are, or am I making too much of it? Uh, no, no, I, I, yeah, it is a, uh, I think it is an interesting wrinkle to this game. You know, as you said, for four years, he, he sat down there and then, you know, I don't know that Billy was waiting for the LSU job to come open. I know that Billy and, and uh, a lot of people around him knew that soon the LSU job would, would come open, had assumed that that was something that would happen. And, uh, I think in a way, a lot of them thought that, uh, 
you know, he would get that job. And during the process, the search pro- process, I think a lot of people around him reached out to LSU and uh, they had no interest. And uh, even heard late in the process, there was kind of a last attempt to say, hey, you know, if you guys aren't interested, uh, I'll, I'll, this, is the last, this is the last chance you have before, I, you know, I accept the job at Florida. And, uh, and I quote, an LSU official told someone close to Billy, take the Florida job. So he did. And, uh, and I think for him and his staff, a lot of them were with him at Louisiana. A lot of them were, are from Louisiana. This is a really big game. Yeah, I would die. Boy, sure. There, there's a lot of intrigue there. This is one of the more underrated rivalries, too, in the sport. Uh, and I'm sad that they probably will hit a point here where they don't play each other every year. But, I mean, think of all the crazy stuff that's happened in this rivalry. There was the, the, the hurricane grudge match a few years ago where, like, Florida didn't want to play because the hurricane was coming and LSU basically said they were chicken and they had to reschedule it. And I think they ended up playing in Baton Rouge, didn't they, Ross? They did. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Two, yeah. two, then there two was the, states the, that have absolutely been annihilated by hurricanes calling each other wimps over hurricane. <laughs> 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 this game is, it, 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 we, we always talk about the LSU, uh, LSU Auburn game has been wow, it's just really crazy and goofy, and you never know what can happen. This game's getting like that too. Uh, it, shoe, it is the shoe game, always bizarre. Yeah, yeah I was shoe. at that game. Yeah, yeah, I was at that game uh, in in 2020 down there, and the fog, the kick, the fog in the in the shoe, just yeah. bizarre. Always just some bizarre stuff happening in this one. So I expect something crazy on uh, on Saturday night. I have family members that live down there going going to the game. I have a feeling they'll be. They'll be uh, in the LSU section wearing purple and gold, and uh, and I told them just just be be ready, be ready for the weird. It's coming. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's usually you know I I don't know whether any team either team is any good, but it's something wild will happen. Yeah. It'll be it'll be close and competitive. I would say. I think Two, that's seven, also five, eight and four teams. You know. Yeah, yeah right. but it helps yeah. to get to. You get that win, and you got a better shot at eight and four. You know, and right. and, yep. and or if not better, so it's it's a it's a la- a little bit of a ladder game. It's not quite because they're not in the same division, but pretty big game for both teams, and that's a little side uh, side bit to it. Clemson, FSU. In the past, this used to be the biggest game going. Clemson visiting uh, Tallahassee. This was like Dob uh, William Christopher. I'll say it wrong. Dabo. You guys are Dabo. <laughs> There you go. Dabo. Fake name. Wrong. It's, it's not a word. It's not a word. Dabo. <laughs> William Christopher used to point to this one if we could just get by Florida State. Well, they got past them. They got past them. They stole their program. But going in, Florida State's better. They've. I think they've kind of like found ways to lose the last two weeks. They have. This is a big game for uh, Mike Norvell. It's a big game for Clemson, obviously. But uh, this game's got a little bit more spice. But if I'm Mike Norvell, obviously you win this game and it changes uh, a lot about the program. If you lose, you know, they're four and two. They've got three winnable games. They got a game against Miami, which really may not be any good at all. Miami, I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. They got Florida at the end. It's... FSU's in this spot where, yeah, it could be nine and three, could be eight and four, could be seven and five. And then you've got Coach Prime up the road mm-hmm. with your former number one recruit about to go undefeated, maybe in in uh, the SWAC. And just feel like there's a little bit of pressure on this game. I, obviously, beating Clemson would be a huge thing, but for Mike Norvell to at least have it be a really good game. Pat, thoughts on that? Yeah, I. <clears throat> that's exactly right. What Mike Norvell has done has elevate uh, Florida State to the point where they're not just losing these, like, oh, my God, how did you do that games? You know, like to teams that are bad. They are beating most of the bad teams they should beat. But the one thing he has not done is win any big games. Uh, beating Miami last year in what was actually a very exciting game is the closest thing he has to a good win you know, they, they have not beaten a ranked team. I don't believe they've beaten Florida. 
No, they, he's only played Florida once last year, and they didn't beat Florida. So it's time. It, you should be getting close to putting a skin on the wall. And they did play Wake Forest and North Carolina State pretty close. They totally blew the North Carolina State game last week. You're in field goal range oh. for down two, and Jordan oh. Travis throws an interception in the end zone. It's just like, wh- what are you doing? You know, you yeah. can win the game with a kick there, and you don't. Between that, just some game management stuff. I mean, the way they almost blew the LSU game mm. early. So he's still got some proving to do, and this would this would do a lot for him, I think, for, for Florida State fans if they could beat Clemson. I don't think they're going to do it, but it's one of the the last chances really on the resume to, to do something that really excites the fan base. You do have Miami. You do have Florida. You have number 18, Syracuse, who probably will not be number 18 by the time you play them, but this would be a big, big, big win for Mike Norvell if he could get it. Yeah, it felt like well, coming into the season, I think there was a lot of uh there's a lot of buzz about obviously Mike Norvell's job status and as you mentioned, Dan, the fact that uh, Dion Sanders, an alum, is tearing it up at the SWAC and there almost seemed to be just like a, a notion that this was gonna happen, that, that Dion will be the next Florida State coach. And then and then the Knowles went on a, a pretty good run, beat LSU, beat a couple other, you know, started what at four and and uh, there was a sense that that kind of calmed down, and here we are staring down the barrel of a three-game losing streak, which, you know, you would think could bring that scenario back into play. I, yeah, Coach Prime just sitting there, like, <laughs> lording over everything, even though he is not. Uh, all right, fascinating situation here. FCS game, North Alabama and Jacksonville State are playing. Uh, I'm sure everyone's got that circled. Oh yeah, Rich Rod. They are playing neutral site game at the uh, baseball stadium of uh, in Madison, Alabama, which is a suburb of Huntsville in the northern part of the state. These are two. Obviously, Jacksonville State is not Jacksonville, Florida. It's Jacksonville, Alabama. So it is a you know good good idea. Let's do it. Minor league baseball stadium, kind of fun. The Rocket City Trash Pandas. This is where they usually play. <laughs> Big fans of the awesome. Trash Pandas. Oh yeah. I for, for those who don't know, a trash panda is a raccoon. A ra- yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Rocket City is Huntsville. So there it is. Yeah. Uh, however, uh, <laughs> the stadium's a little, it's a little small. So uh, they laid out the field and they realized that at one end zone, the one going into the outfield, you know, it's very easy to crash into the wall. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, they kind of had to dummy this up. Uh, <laughs> the game will be played due to required safety protocols. All offensive drives will be played in one direction towards the first base dugout. No, Dan, stop. Yeah, this yeah. can't be real. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is real. Uh, let me change plans watch. and fly down to Birmingham and drive to this game <laughs> instead of instead of Tennessee, Alabama. I mean, Lord. <laughs> 6 p.m. You can get it on ESPN Plus, of course. Uh, yeah, every now you can obviously you got the pick six or the kickoff or the scoop and score. You can mm-hmm. run the other way and you, and presumably there won't be like a play at the back of the end zone where someone gets just drilled into the the, the left field wall and like, you know, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not even sure the whole end zone can fit over there. There seem to be some some maybe some just some issues, right? Uh, good idea. <laughs> and yeah, so devil's in the details. So everything is going. So they'll punt and then they'll they'll set up and go one way, Jesus. one way. So if you got the good seats in the end zone, though, like every play is coming at you. There also, you that's going to add so much time to the game. Think about that stop, and then you have yeah, to reverse right. field. You have to walk all the way. Yeah, across. like yeah. Oof, a goal line work. stand. Yeah, long walk. Your linemen are going to get tired. <laughs> yeah, like all the way here, you know, walking all the way across the field. Jeez. Ref's got to do a little bit of math, you know. Like I'm sure Rich Rod <laughs> is thrilled about this. <laughs> yeah, one direction, right? Which one? Who gets the wind? Right? That's no longer a factor. We both know. Yeah. Everybody both gets the wind. the wind, with or without. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This reminds me of when they played the basketball game on the aircraft carrier and didn't realize it would get wet because it was at sea and like the mist would. <laughs> oh yeah, right. And they right. couldn't they couldn't keep it dry. Yeah. And then like the the Navy or the Air Force people were like, yeah, well, that happens because it's like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're on the ocean. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the deck often gets really wet because 
Yeah, tired I, of control. I, I think it was when that happened. I declared that the uh, I was tired. I was over the uh, the Air Force or the 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 aircraft carrier gimmick, and and an ESPN exec direct messaged me very bitterly. That we need to be able to honor the military, and they're, they're doing that, and basically get with the program. Well, they're bringing it back. I think they're bringing yes, they one are. back. Michigan State's probably in it or something. I don't know. All right, so we got that. Searching for NBA playoff coverage? We've got you. The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, gives you an inside look into the world of sports. Hosted by former NBA sharpshooter and Duke legend J.J. Redick and sports writer Tommy Alter, The Old Man and the Three offers unprecedented access to the league. Tommy and J.J. discuss the NBA and interview some of the biggest names in the league, like Devin Booker and Luka Doncic. NBA final season is the perfect time to dive in, and you can listen to The Old Man and the Three wherever you get your podcasts. To hear episodes brought to you by BMW. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine. All right. Other games of note. Minnesota at Illinois. <laughs> Didn't have this yeah. one circled. Best of the might, Big Ten West. Might determine the Big Ten West. Now, Purdue's still there, and they only have one right. league loss. But Minnesota at Illinois. Yeah, huge game. Huge game. And that that's going to be blunt force trauma, much like Illinois and Iowa was last week. I mean, that's going to be like 14 to 13 or something. Bet the under, whatever it is. It's going to be a low total, I'm sure. But these are two teams that run the ball and play defense. The game will last like two hours and 50 minutes. I'd like to cover it for that reason. <laughs> Pretty quick. Yeah, you get a leg up on it, and obviously there's there's Purdue. Of all the games, is there anyone who is more desperate for a win in college football? And this is a desperate group. There is some desperation out there. But is anyone more desperate than Brett Venables no. at Oklahoma as Kansas arrives? OU still a seven-point favorite. It makes no sense to me. That's a laundry line. That is a laundry line. <laughs> Look at the two teams. Look at what they've done this year and figure out how Oklahoma can be a seven-point favorite. Makes no sense other than the fact that Kansas' starting quarterback is likely out. But the backup, Jason Bean, was really good last week and has played a lot of football and was good against Oklahoma last year. So I, I don't get that. I Boy, that one makes no sense to me. What happens if Kansas wins this game? The Staff earth changes, splits open think. in Norman. Yeah, the it it would be it would be extremely bad for Brent Venables. That's for, <laughs> for sure. Uh, the only thing he could do is say, "Hey, Lance Leipold's in his second year. Wait till I'm in my second year. We'll get this thing going." They beat UTEP, Kent State. They won at Nebraska. They, I mean, that's what this would be a. They'd get swept by the Kansas schools. I'm sure there's going to be some, you know, prehistoric stat on that. That hasn't yeah, happened yeah. since the War uh -uh. of 1812 or something. <laughs> Crushed by, I mean. The uh, last time Kansas won in Norman was 1996. I'm surprised it was that recent. But that's there was like a four-year stretch where Oklahoma was terrible in the mid-90s. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I don't see a lot of patience. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen, but that's uh, that one. Other one I'm really interested in and the big, big uh, 12 um, uh, not not the Oklahoma State. We'll get to Oklahoma State TCU, but how good is Quinn Ewers this weekend against Iowa State? Mm. Mm -hmm. He's been fantastic in the games we've yep. seen, and does he just light up Iowa State? I'm he's he he's a potential game changer on all, on all of that. So pretty good. And I'm telling the, uh, the, the keep an eye on that uh, that 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 Texas Mulligan theory, injury yep. Mulligan. See if see if that plays out. See yeah, yeah. It goes along. It's, yeah, the committee looks at that stuff, you know. So, yep. Uh, all right. One uh, last thing here: Virginia Tech and Virginia. They they don't play to the end of the year, of course. Uh, they announced a new trophy. Have you seen this trophy? I have. The Commonwealth have. Clash is the yeah. new trophy. Uh, you have a hokey bird on one end, and you have the Cavalier on the other. And they're both grabbing and pulling on uh, a, a kind of the map of Virginia. Mm -hmm. 
However, if you look at the map of Virginia, it looks like a chicken drumlet, like a chicken wing. <laughs> if you consider, if you can think of Virginia in your mind, there's like that long back end part that's like Tennessee-ish. And then it goes and gets really like wide there. It's fat. It's got it? some meat on the bone. Is, what is this it just a chicken wing fight? Can we call this the chicken, the chicken the, wing trophy? Yeah, the, sure. Why not? I like the trophy. I I, I thought I it was too. pretty good. Yeah, I I'm think the Hokies got more more in it yeah. because he's a bird, and that chicken wing might be someone he knows. <laughs> he's fighting for family. Doesn't uh, it look like a chicken Tom, wing, Ross? Yeah. You live down there, I'm, I'm, I'm producer Sean. You're it. in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Yeah, I, know. I very I'm much resent that. That the state like. state looks like a chicken wing. It does not look like a chicken wing, wing, Dan. It's a little flat have to on the bottom, it. but it's a chicken wing. Huh. Look, I've kept my mouth shut about the, <laughs> the elitist <laughs> 747 win over my 901 selection. You rigged the ballots on no. that. I can stay quiet about that. The state does not look like a chicken wing. It does. Wing. <laughs> wow. Uh, Sean, we've got uh, Sean oh, yeah. rolled up here. This oh, you know what? It kind of looks like a turkey leg. It kind of looks like a turkey leg to me. Turkey leg, turkey yeah. Leg. The Disney... The Disney Ross, turkey leg. What are you leg. doing? You live nearby. <laughs> it, it, it does. Come on. It's it's uh, it? it's like a half of a turkey leg. You know. Uh, I Listen, like it. I got heckled because a horse it. named after me got its Johnson cut off. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's fair game around here. That's a chicken wing. That thing shows up on your plate. You're like, all right. Winners should get. A big old, pl- come on, brand this thing. Let's get B-dubs down there or somebody. It's got to be a local chicken wing thing in Virginia. That's a chicken wing. Sean's going to quit the podcast over this, this slander here. <laughs> the Commonwealth of Virginia has been around since the 1700s, and I may be the first person to ever declare that it looks like a chicken wing. You might be. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't looked. If someone else, I didn't steal your idea. Just I, I think that Hokie, you see the Hokie's pulling harder, too. It looks like. He's putting a little more effort into it. Yeah, it's like, is that cousin Jenny? You know what that? <laughs> what is a hokey bird? It's like a turkey or something, isn't it? It's a fake bird. Yeah, a, it's a ho- fake bird, like a jayhawk. The ho- a hokey. I mean, it's a weird looking bird too. It's got socks. <laughs> it's got a tail. It's got that weird like frog head almost, and then it's got socks. I don't know. The Cavaliers should just pull out the sword and slap. I mean, come on. Yeah. But, you know, look, Virginia Tech cares more about football than Virginia does. So, of course, the Hokies going to pull harder. See this trophy. Low man wins. The Hokies going to win this. Yeah. Plus, it's much easier to grab the bottom of the drumstick than the top. That's true. This is. Anyway. It's my take on that. All right. Let's uh, <laughs> let's pick some games. Let's pick some games. Yeah, I think it's Let's more play. than time. I need to. I need to. Focus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lock in, Dan. <laughs> I need to focus. All right, race for the case. Let's see what we got here. All, right. all bad. I I backslid. I got over five hundred right, no. in chest. Oh. I went three, two, and one. I don't mm. remember what I did. My locks of the go. week are absolute gold. And if you want to know how much research I put into it, I have not picked this week's lock of the. I haven't even looked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, three so and three of my locks. Picking, but yeah. I think I'm nailing all my locks of the week. Clemson destroyed BC last week, and that was easy money. Easy money. All right, number ten, Penn State visits number five. Michigan game is at high noon on Fox. Four straight weeks, Urban Meyer has had to watch a Michigan game in his second trip to Ann Arbor in a month. <laughs> Whatever he did to Jacksonville, the football gods are making him pay. That's funny. Uh, Michigan yeah. is a seven-point favorite. Pat Forty, who you got? Hail to the victors, Valiant. I'm sticking with Michigan there. I, I'm impressed with what Penn State has done this year. Uh, they've handled business away from home twice. But I think this is a big step up. I think Michigan's very solid all the way around. I, I, the Penn State defense bends but tends not to break. I think Michigan has the skill personnel to make them break. Uh, J.J. McCarthy, Blake Corum, the receiving core, they've got, they've got the guys that can get in the end zone. So I, I, I'm going to take Michigan and give the seven. 
Well, I, you know, we've talked about this earlier in the week that the, the number one thing is for, for Penn State is, you know, slowing Blake Corum. They've, they've, they've got to do that. And uh, I'm going to say that the fifth best rushing defense in the nation, which Penn State has, is going to do that. They allow under uh, less than 80 yards of rushing a game. Um, so I'm going to say that the defense stands tall. It hangs in there and has a chance to win at the end. And so give me the Nittany Lions there to cover the seven. I um I think I'm going to roll with Ross here. I like that Penn State defense. I like how Joey Porter uh, Jr. plays. I think he's a stud on the outside. I think Michigan is going to take Penn State lightly for whatever reason. I don't know why they Penn State has a, an extremely veteran quarterback in Sean Clifford, who I'll trust. And I, they have good young running backs, and they have just a solid team. I think Penn State's looking to make a statement. You guys made the um, – we're talking about earlier in the week on the the Tuesday show that somebody has to finish in third place. And I don't think Penn State wants to keep on doing that. So I'm going to uh, go with Penn State in this game. Michigan's beaten no one. Penn State's beaten Purdue and kind of no one. Uh, this is tricky. But I love those rush. I love the running attack for Penn State. I just think the theory is they have not unleashed the full offense at Michigan because they haven't had to. And JJ McCarthy will be more, it'll be a little more wide open. Uh, they're at home. It's a big physical defensive line. It'll be the toughest group that that Penn State has tried to run against. I hate the seven. It's a it's a lot. I wish it mm. was. I wish it was lower, but I'm going to take Michigan in this game. Uh, but I'm not a, I'm not hugely confident in it. But I, I, I'm and I'm going on the theory that they will play more aggressive on offense and score more points. But we'll see. It's not. I I, I don't I don't like that's a little bit of a fentanyl game to me. Uh, don't touch it. Just don't touch it. Uh, but Just watch it. It'll be fun. It'll be good. I great mean, game. I'm going to be there. I'm going to yep. go to the game. That's good. Yeah. Good. There you go. Yeah. All right, number uh, 15, North Carolina State is uh, visiting the Carrier Dome. Number 18, Syracuse. Huge, unexpected game. 3.30, and you can watch it on the ACC network. So, yeah, no one saw this one coming. Syracuse is giving three and a half. The over-under, only 41.5 in this game. Ross, who you got? Yeah, give me uh, – um, Syracuse is a three-and-a-half-point favorite? Is that right? Mm-hmm. Man, wow. Uh, this would be my lock of the week, I think, if we weren't picking it. Uh, give, give me NC State to, to cover on the road that, uh, that three-and-a-half. I, I, uh, I just don't – I just don't have faith in the orange. I, I don't know really – they haven't really beaten a quality opponent. Louisville, Connecticut, uh, Purdue – Virginia and Wagner. So this is when I think the run for Syracuse ends. Uh, I think Dave Doran and them go in there and not only cover, but get the victory. Well, I'm reasonably sure the line is what it is because of Devin Leary's status at quarterback for NC State. He got hurt in the third quarter last week, shoulder injury. And, you know, it's been one of those where, well, we're not sure, blah, 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 blah. We'll see. I, I think that Probably the suspicion is he's not going to play. <clears throat> and then NC State screwed. And this is another very lucky break for Syracuse in a season where they've had a few of them. Because when when Devin Leary went out last week, they attempted two more passes the rest of the game, one of which was the running back throwing to the quarterback. So they ain't got a lot of faith in their backup. Now, they've had a week to get him ready, but still, uh, this sets up well for a surprisingly good Syracuse defense. They they are much improved over anything they've put on the field in a long time. They're only giving up 14 points a game. I'm going to roll with the Qs here because I have no faith in the NC State backup QB. Uh, give me the orange and I will lay the points. The hook is the only reason I am not going with Syracuse in this game. I'm going with NC State. I think they just, as a team better to not lose by four points. I think maybe they lose by three, two. I'm close to Ross's backdoor push here and not loving this pick. Uh, just, I hate, I hate this pick, but I, I'm going with NC State. Don't pick the game until you know whether uh, Devin Leary's playing, okay? So pick this thing at 3.29 p.m. on uh, on Saturday. We don't have that luxury. I'm going to say plays... 
I, the thing, I'll tell you what scares me. They are trending to a sellout. They got 45,000 seats sold right now at Syracuse. They'll, you know, it gets over 50, uh, but they are trending to a sellout. And that place, when it is rowdy, because it is a dome, is probably the loudest stadium in the country. Uh, it can be at least. I mean, back in the day, that it's so loud. It's a, it's a, it's a small dome too. It's not one of these new domes. Yeah, no, it's yeah, it's compact. This thing's sure. got no room. You know, it no. is just the, the roof's low. It's the the acoustics are just everything rattles around in there. Uh, unbelievable home field advantage when Syracuse is good. That said, I'm gonna count on NC State. They're the better team. Syracuse is gonna have to prove it to me, but. Uh, and so if I'm getting points, I'm going to take it. So I'll take the uh, the wolf pack on that. Pat, I think you're – so you a loner on that? I'm lone wolf against the wolf pack. Bring lone it on. orange. Lone orange. Yeah, lone orange. All right, monster game number three, Alabama. Visits number six, Tennessee, 330 on CBS. Alabama is giving seven the Vols home dogs on a touchdown game here. Pat? Uh, yeah, I want to. we'll hear from Ross here in a minute because he's been there all week, get the vibe on the place. Uh, I think, and I will preface this by saying I think we have picked Alabama three times <laughs> has been in the picks, and I've Hate gotten him. it wrong every single time. Hate him. When I give the I points, the tie doesn't cover. When I take the points, the tide covers. So, uh, But I'm. I think Tennessee's better. I'm taking Tennessee. I'm taking the points at home. I think it's going to be one of the wildest atmospheres of the year anywhere. As long as they don't come in over-amped and just start screwing up left and right, I think they can execute and run that tempo uh, offense, and they've got playmakers. Brew McCoy's been playing great. We don't know whether Cedric Tillman's coming back yet at receiver. Uh, but I, I like the balls and what they're doing, and I did not like what I saw from Alabama last week. Now, they get Bryce Young back, they will look a lot better. But still, I, that has not been a well-oiled machine at times uh, this year and last year, so I'm going to I'm going with Big Orange. Yeah, I, uh, you know, Texas and Arkansas and certainly Texas A&M last week exposed some issues uh, on the tide. They are clearly vulnerable. And while we all expect, I think, Bryce Young back, I don't know that Bryce Young's going to be 100%. You know, a, a sprained throwing shoulder is a pretty serious thing. So, you know, it's going to be loud. It's going to be crazy here. It's been, you know, I've been here for a couple of days already. You know, the buzz is electric. I was at the call-in show last night. There was a lot of, you know, hey, coach, we're going to keep an extra blocker in when we pass the ball. You know, it was great. <laughs> Vol calls. It was doesn't, doesn't get better than that. Uh, <laughs> Love Vol calls. Vol so, calls, baby. So everybody is amped up and ready to go. And I, I don't know that Tennessee wins. It wouldn't surprise me. But I definitely think they cover the touchdown. I, I think this is going to be a fun, tight game back and forth. I will be leaving the Rhode Island homecoming game early to watch this oh, show in go. its entirety. Tennessee and Hendon Hooker, I think, are going to cover this game. I, I, I think that it's too big for the town of Knoxville to not cover. Just everybody <laughs> showed up, everybody on their boats. It, it's too much to not cover. If they don't cover, then they're just going to landslide for the next decade. Uh, so this is a, this is a program-defining game, I think, for the Vols. I like it. Uh, d disappointment is like Tennessee's middle name. <laughs> I can see the not cover. So you guys all picked the Vols. We all picked the Vols. I want to pick the Vols, but if you're going to give me Alabama, I'm taking Alabama. A different team with Bryce Young. Bryce Young's going to play. Bama's going to win. Oh, God. Bama's going to win. I'm just taking them. I, I've had enough of you, Nick Saban. Go back to just kicking everyone's ass, would you? Yeah. You used to be really, really dependable. Like, just <laughs> take Bama, give the points, period. Uh, I'm going back to squirrely. rule one of college football gambling. Don't bet against Alabama. I'm not betting against Alabama. I'm taking Alabama. It's, it's a totally different deal with Bryce Young. This is a team that is used to these monster games. Tennessee, this is the biggest game ever. They're walking around. Everyone's pumping their tires around town, talking about extra blood. I, I, it's, it's total mayhem, right, Ross? Uh, yeah. Mayhem and not. It's wild. Yes. 
Yes. Yes. Total mayhem. It's just going to be too much. Alabama, Crimson Tide. I don't, I hate that seven. Again, what is these, these damn spreads? <laughs> Someone like Vegas knows what they're doing. Ah, uh, so they do. Easier. They do, they do. Number eight, Oklahoma State at number 13, TCU. Uh, the game is at 3.30. It is on ABC. The Horn Frogs, four-point favorites, given four, over under 68.5. Ross, who you got? Man, what a what a uh, what a quarterback showdown in this one. Yeah, uh, Sanders and Duggan. Yeah, I mean, just uh, two guys that put up some absurd numbers. Two undefeated teams, top of the Big Twelve on the line. That you know the the lead in the Big Twelve on the line, and both these teams play big games. The next week they host TCU, host Kansas State, Oklahoma State hosts Texas. So somebody's going to be undefeated going into going into those big home games next week with a, a real chance to, you know, to be six and zero, seven and zero to start the year. I think I, I was surprised by this line. I know they're at home, but but I think Oklahoma State uh, covers this one, and not only that, but but wins wins on the road at uh, at TCU. I think the the Sunny Dykes uh, run here to start his. Career at uh, at TCU ends at the hands of the Pokes. Oh boy, I don't know what to do with this game. I I, I pretty much agree with everything Ross said, but I I am still just kind of got that little doubt in the back of my mind that like maybe TCU's really legit, you know. And it could be I was in down there in August, and they they very much liked their team, and I I might be drinking that Kool Aid with them, but give me the purple Kool Aid. Give me the frogs. I think it's going to be an absolute shootout. This is going to be old school yeah. Big 12 where it's going to be like 45 to 41 and the last team with the ball scores to win at the end. So uh, I will go with TCU and lay the points, but uh, not with great conviction. I don't think Oklahoma State is playing around at all this year. They were not playing around when they played Baylor. I think they're going to continue that with TCU. They're They're – they're not fighting for the playoff necessarily, but they're fighting to become legit for the playoff moving forward. And that, that started last year. So I think they're going to continue it. Uh, Oklahoma State, I have covering the four. Oklahoma State going down to Baylor and winning was one of the more impressive games of the year. I think it's that same mindset. I'll take uh, I'll take the pokes on this. Coach Gundy, the mullet. The mullet hits Fort Worth. It's, 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 I'm it's, lone frog and lone orange. Yeah. I, I I'm a little scared. You, you're literally on a on a <laughs> ledge with Syracuse and TCU. <laughs> yeah. Hope you feel Thanks. good. I'm on a ledge with Alabama. Done? What have I done? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Only four picks in. We ain't even done yet. Yeah. Number seven USC at number twenty uh, Utah. Uh, game is at eight p.m. on Fox Prime Time. Utah is giving three and a half. Uh, Pat, we're back to you for the first pick. Yep, I'll be there for that game. I'm looking forward to it. That's a really kind of an underrated venue, I think, Rice Eccles Stadium. They can get it going there. Nice setting. Utah has been a disappointment so far. The line suggests that Vegas thinks this is where they turn it around. I'm not going that way. I'm taking USC. Been super impressed with them. I, I bet against them last week on my lock of the week. Went with Washington State, and Washington State didn't come close to covering uh, so that was an impressive win for the Trojans to me. And it's not just Caleb Williams and Jordan Addison and Travis Dye and all the offensive weapons. The defense is so much better than it was. And they've got playmakers on that side of the ball. Defensively, Tuli Tuapolutu Tua uh, has been fantastic. 6'4", 290, leads the nation in sacks right now. Had... Three sacks in that game against Washington State. He's been a monster. So I'm 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 rolling with the Trojans to cover the cover the spread and win outright. Yeah, I, you know, defensively, as you mentioned, USC has been. I mean, they haven't been great, right? They're top they're top fifty, top forty five in the nation, but that's a lot better than what they were last year and, and really the years before. And and they're and they're getting to as been discussed quite a bit. They're getting turnovers. They lead the nation by far in in turnover margin. They've they've gotten what twelve they've picked off twelve passes, uh, they've recovered three fumbles, 
and they've only lost one turnover, only one interception that happened with Caleb Williams last week in the end zone against Washington State's first turnover of the season. So yeah, give me the Trojans. I I badly want to want to pick Utah at home. I'm sure it's going to be an electric environment, but like you said, Pat, they they have been a little disappointing. And uh, in USC, my uh, my surprise CFP pick, preseason CFP pick, making uh, making me look good. Keep it rolling. No, USC. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry. Utah has had trouble with Anthony Richardson down in Florida, running QB. They had trouble with DTR last week in UCLA. Where do they get a load of Caleb Williams? Uh, that's my thought on this game. I will take uh, the Trojans, uh, especially when you're getting some points. So uh, I think we you know, we swept through that. All right, lock of the week. How time. about Sean? Wait, we need Sean's pick on that. Oh, I've jumped Sean. I'm sorry, Sean. <laughs> See, you slandered his state. I was so excited. <laughs> I got distracted. I'm looking for my lock of the week right now, and I was contemplating Florida Atlantic Rice. That's how down that's how I got. I lost track of the show. Uh, for USC Utah, I'm sticking with the spite pick going against Utah. Uh, <laughs> USC to cover. I don't think they should be underdogs. That's a complete team that they have. And Utah again, the uh, disappointment this year. I'm I'm going to roll against them as long as I can. Uh, so USC to cover. All right. Lock of the week time. Ross, you're first. Oh man, I'm going. I'm I'm. I was trying to pick between two. Two games and and I'm having a lot of trouble. My lock of the weeks this year have not really worked out well. I think I'm three and three. Uh, not really what you want. If you're betting with my lock of the week, you know you've uh, you're you you've got you've got some uh, lost juice money there. But having said all that, right? Give me the Hoosiers at home to cover against Maryland. Funny enough, Maryland was my lock of the week last week. They did not cover, so I I would need the Hoosiers to do to make some noise this week. Sean, what do you got that uh, eleven? That what I saw eleven, eleven and a half. I have Indiana as eleven and a half. Yeah, points. eleven wow. and a half. Wow. So I know that seems shockingly large. Um, and uh, yeah, so give me give me the Hoosiers to cover and and uh, do enough to hang around there. Certified lock. Yeah, I, I'm torn between a couple of games here. They're both at noon. I, I I am not going to take Illinois getting three and a half against Minnesota, but I'd like to. I just I think Illinois is a home dog. There is a better team than Minnesota, so I would I would take Illinois there. But I'm putting my money where my big fat mouth has been, and I'm taking the laundry line. I'm taking Kansas and the touchdown. I think is it seven, Sean? In that. Yeah, seven. All right, give me the touchdown. Give me the Jayhawks. I've seen Oklahoma. They're very bad at football. And if they get off to a bad start here, I think that becomes an extremely negative environment because those fans are getting really frustrated. And if they think, oh, my God, we're going to lose to Kansas, they're going to turn on that team. And I think Kansas is pretty good, even with the backup quarterback, with Jason Bean, who can who can sling it and can run as well. Uh, I like the Jayhawks. I like all their weapons. I like what they've done with this team. If they don't, if they don't flatten out after the big uh, game day game, I think they come in and certainly cover and probably win. Certified lock. I am. Uh, well, I'm going to look a little, little bit like a hypocrite here, but I'm going with Miami covering seven versus Virginia Tech this week. Mm. Uh, not necessarily because Miami is a very good school, but Virginia, but because Virginia Tech is uh, not very good at all. They're bad. Uh, giving up six touchdowns uh, to a running back from Pitt. They're just they're just very confused. It's a lost program. Miami winning by a touchdown or more makes sense to me. Certified lock. They're also distracted by the chicken wing they're going to get at the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's natural. It's, uh, it's just absolutely natural. All right. I have my lock of the week. I am taking the Toledo Rockets. Daquan mm. Finn. Super talented quarterback. Leads the team in uh, obviously passing. Also rushing. Detroit King High School. Finn is uh, is really good. This team is really good. My mark on when I'm looking at MAC teams is when you start winning. The MAC is the most even league in, in sports. Like all the schools are kind of the same. They kind yeah. of recruit. Nobody dominates. When you start winning games by two touchdowns or more, even double digits, 
Uh, you have a chance to you're, you're, you're against anyone in the league. Um, you got a chance to be really good. And and Toledo yep. has done that the last two weeks. They beat Central Michigan by three touchdowns. They beat Northern Illinois by 30, 30 points, uh, 20 points, almost three touchdowns. And I think they're going to beat uh, Kent State uh, by more than seven and a half on Saturday. Game is at the Glass Bowl, great stadium. I think this Toledo team is uh, a force uh, in the West. Buffalo kind of separating themselves in the East. I think everyone kind of Toledo got just trucked at Ohio State, 77-21, but whatever. Ohio State and Kent State. So I like Toledo to win by more than seven and a half. That is my lock of the week. And uh I'm gonna see if these guys uh my theory takes off here in the uh in the Mac. Certified lock. Uh so all right. It's pretty I good like picks. It. Pretty yeah. good picks. I expect six and oh. Yeah, yeah. We'll be back on Sunday. Unbelievable day of games. Oh, it's going to be great. Especially at that noon and 3.30 right there during the day. I'll give you a hint. Next week doesn't look as good. We'll see what happens. Yeah, so just if you got to go to the pumpkin patch. Push the pumpkin patch the off. Say next yep. Saturday. How about this? I'll set it up. Yeah, this week, get, get yourself in front of a TV or at the games. Enjoy them all. We'll be back on Sunday to uh, overreact to all of them. And uh, please continue to subscribe, share us on social media, send us stupid stories, and uh, tell your friends about us, all of that. We will talk to you later.